Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Wrestling Court. As we are back, as Vince is gone and more news came out. I'm your host, mm. Cannon, here with my good friend, Rob. Tell everyone how you're doing. First off, Crystal says hi. <laughs> and uh, I'm good. We're good. Doing all right. Um, just uh, day by day, you know? Yeah, I, I know the feeling, man. Because yeah. did you watch the Royal Rumble? Okay, how can I say this? I watched the Women's Royal Rumble from like the seventh or eighth entrance, and then I turned it off. Then I watched the Men's Royal Rumble from the fifteenth entrance on. Huh? How did that happen? Because uh, I didn't really want to watch it. <laughs> uh, I really didn't want to watch it. I put it on, and I I have to say something. I know I'm not going to be a pop opinion, but the more and more I've gotten away from WWE, the more and more I, I really appreciate not listening to their commentary. It's not any better. And I have this problem with Michael Cole, and it's never going to change. He literally sounded like he was going to masturbate to the fact that Valhalla wore her horns. It was so unnatural and so abysmal to listen to. It was so like, oh, my God, real people don't announce like that. Real people don't talk like this. It's, It was so fucking bad that I was like, I, I could I just watch this on mute? <laughs> I, just, I just didn't like it at all. It really bothered me, but. That's me. I just, I'm not into that announcing style anymore, and I just can't do it. I can't blame you. <laughs> but um, you know, it's crazy. Um, years and years, um, we've all talked about Vince and him needing to be away from WWE for the product to be better. And ever since Triple H has taken over in 2022, the product started to get a lot better. Uh, yeah, it's, objectively, it's, you know, it's starting to get better. It's objectively, it's objectively better. I there's still one thing I feel because I was watching some segments on YouTube, uh, Rhea Ripley and the Judgment Day. Uh, you know, and I'm gonna defend this until the day we never stop talking about it. They have to stop letting these wrestlers have to read scripts because not all of them are actors, and not all of them could deliver the lines naturally. And let me tell you. Rhea Ripley cannot deliver all that dialogue, having to memorize script after script, and that whole group cannot. And it was the most painful segment to watch was Rhea Ripley bitching out the Judgment Day backstage, and when Finn was laughing, and you know, you go back. It was so robotic and not good, and it's sad because everyone in that group is talented. Don't give them full scripts. Just tell them, here's the points, hit the points, and just do it your way. And it was terrible. It, now, and this is not something new. And that's my problem. It's just be natural. Let them be natural. They're not all actors. The Miz can deliver lines. You know, he's a little more actor-ish of a wrestler, you know? But not all wrestlers are meant for that. Especially a lot of wrestlers who are um, not American. So they have more of an accent. And when you, you try to make them say words that aren't natural to the way they speak, it's really bad. And it's very prominent when you hear Rhea Ripley speak, and she's got to deliver all this dialogue like she's a mafia boss. And, like, which she it very much can, is the boss. But let her be natural in her speak. 
and it's just not coming off that way. And it, that's another problem. That, and that's not that, that's not going to change. That's 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 the that's the product of WWE. You know. Hmm. I will say this: I did see the Rumble. Um, my big issue with mostly the women's Rumble was the way it was booked and the fact that they had a lot of the entrants that came out nobody gave a shit about i think the yeah. music is mostly a problem because you're putting out generic yeah it's way too generic you can't distinguish who's what but jordan grace coming out there thought was pretty good uh trinity coming it back got spoiled it get it did, it did get spoiled because it was over online that she was going to be there wait hold uh, on it got spoiled oh yeah i knew she was in it 100 before she was even there i i didn't we just didn't know what number yeah, it was all over the internet from like a day or two before that 100% she's going to be there. Because first that they go, a TNA wrestler will be in the Females Royal Rumble. And you're going to go, huh, which one is that going to be? It's going to be Jordy Grace. <laughs> it was not even like a question. But, you know, I mean, the fans' reactions, I saw a lot of, like, you know, the Russell talk when they did that live watch along. I didn't watch that. I just saw segments of it. And I think WWE, uh, TNA used it in their hype package afterwards about Jordan being in there. And, um, yeah, I, I feel like that's a little disingenuous that people didn't know. I feel also that it was very much that, like, people knew. It was, or it was a uh, given, I should say, more. Uh, let's see. I did like that the show was a bit shorter. We only have four matches, and they went as long as they did. Well, um, I always feel the Rumble, with two Rumbles, that's the majority while you're watching it. So that should be the majority of the show, right? So The Men's Royal Rumble I thought was better than the women's. <clears throat> it goes back to what I've said on a few other forums, that we didn't need a lot of surprises to fill the Rumble because everyone was promoted and... Um, could be trusted to fill the spots. The boy rule, you don't always need surprises. What you need is uh, talent to deliver. And it's just more about the surprise to be where they're coming in and how to tell that story. Uh, what I did like was showing the top three who's been in the Rumble the longest. I thought that was cool that now they have a graphic for it. Yeah, that I was thought very that was smart. very, very cool. That I think yeah. that goes along with um, the fact that Kevin Dunn's not there no more, so they brought in someone who has sports presentation skills yeah i think that's important because you want to talk and boast about numbers and talk about numbers i think that's important to have that established and showing that on the screen is really cool i mean with people on twitch can do it why can't wwe do it you know i mean i think next year's rumble that will probably be an ad unit for advertisers that'd be smart i mean i feel like they're going to have to add i we're going back to tv in terms of adding commercials to everything. Years ago, we always complained. I've said it many times, why am I paying for a pay-per-view if I have to watch ads? Well, that's just, that's it. That's that's done with. It's going to happen now that even football's doing it, baseball's doing it. Like, you know, football was on Peacock, right? You pay for a subscription, you're still getting fucking commercials. So you're paying for commercials. So at the end of the day, you have no way to avoid it. It's going to happen. It's more money for the company. So they don't have DVD sales no more. There's no more DVD sales. No one's buying magazines no more. So it's like, how are you going to get that? How are you going to get the extra money that you made from DVD sales like you used to do and for uh, magazine sales like you used to have? Magazines used to be a big deal. Um, you get advertisers to be in during your pay-per-view. And that's, you know, having, like, you know, you, we saw it before with pay-per-view matches or even TV matches being themed uh, based on a product placement. And you know what? It's fine. It's it, 
it seems hokey to us at home, but from a business point, hey, they got paid for it. You know, it's no different than when you're watching a boxing match and a guy's covered in fucking DraftKings fucking labels and fucking Budweiser's, you know, you know, that's the next thing, you know, the WWE and, and, and AEW and TNA, you're going to start seeing the ring littered in, in ads, right? Because that's what boxing does. UFC does it. WCW it's all over. did it too in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's money, you know, and, and, and it's like, it's not hurt. You're still getting the wrestling. So it's like, you shouldn't complain. I just feel like if you're going to theme a match based on a product, just spend that extra five minutes and make it a little bit more. You know, I feel like we've always talked about it. And when we think about Bray Wyatt, his last match literally was a Mountain Dew match. And it's kind of like, it was sad because the execution on it was bad. And, you know, could it have been a very simple and okay match? Yeah. But the hokiness of, the concept color with the black lights is cool, but you know, just like the Hell in a Cell that was all red, it, it gets annoying after a while. You know, I feel like there's ways of incorporating a brand or something into a match without it being whatever. Like, you know, there's ways of doing it. <clears throat> CM Punk was my choice to win the Royal Rumble. He did not win. He also got hurt in the Rumble match uh, due to Drew McIntyre's uh, Future Shock DDT. Uh, torn his, uh, torn his. Um, I believe he's torn his pec or his yeah, opposite. His his, 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 his opposite other pec. pec, his opposite pec from the last one he had hurt. He hurt his tr- arm or his pec. What did he hurt the last day at the brawl for all? Was the uh, other arm he had injured? So it's the opposite arm now. So it's a new injury. Yeah. That's what they're saying. So it's like, okay, uh, did I call that? Was that my one prediction that we did on the last video? Did I not say CM Punk could get injured before? Like. During his either first match or his first big feud, I said that he would get injured because he's injury prone, and uh, I I think I I swear I said it. I don't know, and I feel that 100. percent He we knew it, and my problem is is that he got injured fighting Hangman where he fucking shattered his foot or his ankle or whatever, right? Then that was a tag match. Right. And no, no, that was during no no, he injured it no, he injured it during the fucking match when he won the title. When he beat Hangman, he couldn't do the buckshot, remember? And he shattered his foot. He tried to say, Oh, it was spring. He tried to work through it and then they did x rays and like, No, dude, this is fucked up. No, I'll be fine. They wrapped it up and then he did the tag match with FTR and he couldn't make it through the match. He was fucking shit. So he got injured, he was out for months. So that did the thing with Moxley, right? Then he came back and he did the brawl for all and he tore his fucking pec or his fucking arm or whatever he did. So he was out for nine months with that. Then he never wrestled again. Then he wrestled Samoa Joe, been a bitch, got into a fist fight, got thrown out of the company. Spifely comes back to WWE because he needs to make money because he's looking like an asshole everywhere he's been. Comes back, first real fucking match he had, and he's fucking injured his other arm with a very safe wrestler. Let's be real. Name a million times when a guy like Randy Orton has injured somebody. He has. Seth Rollins has injured people. He has. How many times have you heard Drew McIntyre injuring another wrestler? No. No. He was injured. Drew McIntyre was injured himself before. And you know what? Come on. Why is this one guy, every year he's wrestled, he lasts a little bit and gets an injury. Every year he's been back now. Every year. Ankle. Right arm. Left arm. Whatever. It's 
you know, everyone talks shit about a guy like Adam Cole. Fucking CM Punk had all this time off where he wasn't consistently wrestling. He had plenty of time to heal. Look at Christian Cage, was told he never could wrestle again. Look at Edge, holy never could wrestle again. Look at Sting, right? Look at all these wrestlers, right? And they come back better than they did when they were younger. Edge, Dude, that's not Christian, let's not put and, Sting in a category. He's not even had a one-on-one match yet over there at the other. Well, that was safety protection. They, but he does do spots, and he's fine. And it's a smart spot. They're not going to let him wrestle a match by himself, and that's fine. He shouldn't have to. He's sixty-two years old. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he look shouldn't at Edge, be out Christian. there doing those old freaking tables and ladder eh, shit. It's whatever. It's his life. It's his body. He's happy and he's not injured. So whatever. He, it's good. <laughs> the fact that he was able to come back and do anything is amazing. Let's be real. He's not a Terry Funk. You know what I'm saying? He's not a Mick Foley. Who I heard Mick Foley wants to lose 100 pounds and have one more match for his 60th birthday. Are you fucking serious? Is that a joke? Or is he, that for real? he said it himself, and I just want to be like, please no. But then he's tied no. up. With, he's tied up with Conrad, so it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna be disgusted of I the whole thing of the of the whole thing being arranged, not the match. I I like Mick and everything. He's a sweetheart, but like I don't need that. He no, don't we, need that. We, he's he doesn't. Need he doesn't it. need that. Conrad needs it. <laughs> you know what he needs? He could be on TV or show up as a commentator for an episode as a special appearance you know he'll do a santa bit or whatever you know stuff like that maybe being a a, a special guest referee for a hardcore match for somebody else's match you know <clears throat> where he could do little spots or something but not actually wrestle like he doesn't need that he doesn't need to do that you know um but my thing is that look at christian like what he's come back from and how phenomenal he's looked in that ring right and what he's able to do Week after week after week over time, it, I I don't see CM Punk doing that stuff, and and it goes to show you why. I I think his mind wants to, but his body. I don't know if he's not training the right parts of his body. If he's not doing, like his body, you when you're wrestling, there's certain parts of your body you have to build up and train to be wrestling. You don't have to be Jack Diesel. If your body was never meant to be Jack Diesel, your body was never meant like CM Punk was never a Jack Diesel wrestler. That's not his body structure, you know, especially naturally, you know, not without steroids. So, like, you know, he's obviously if he's getting injured in parts of these bodies that should have been trained or conditioned, I should say, differently. You know, I don't think he took that into consideration. I think that's him and what he wants to do. And what also makes me another thing that's really pissed off. This man claimed to be for all these rights and went right back to WWE, knowing that Vince was still a part of that company, knowing all the allegations, because it's going to lead into that, right? The allegations, and he still went with that company. And so you're like, so where's your morals, punk? Hey, Vince and that's the thing, like, dude, Vince has been off creative ever since um, Triple H took over a year and a half ago, man. So that's completely the company irrelevant. hired him. No, the company, no, no, he's still a part of the corporation at the time when he came in 100 yeah, he was on the board there's a no, difference between being morals. on the board and then being backstage on creative rob now you're making now you're just defending the fact that his morals i'm not going with that company I'm not defending his, his morals, company I'm just letting you know the facts he but that doesn't mean nothing. He still works for that corporation. And if anyone in that corporation, why do you think Netflix is like, he's not there no more? He's not there no more. No, that doesn't mean nothing. It's the culture of that company that allowed it to be up until Netflix's purchase or Netflix's deal, I should say. Sorry, with TKO's purchase. 
They and TKO knew his allegations and still hired him, put him on the fucking board. And that, and CM Punk will tell you, it doesn't matter what level you are in. If you're a part of that company, you have to be held accountable for. And he'd said it millions of times. All this stuff. He would, every time he would retweet shit from a corporation that said, we weren't, we didn't know about this person. And Punk would say stuff like, well, you know what? You're a part of it because you hired him and you allowed and you fostered it. He'd said it for many times yeah, about Rob, again, all these allegations. That's Punk back then and this is Punk now, man. You can't say that he. Oh wait, when he wants money, be spiteful, right? Right. It's no. He's got no more. He's got, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. You morals. can't say he has had, nah. had growth. He hasn't had growth. Absolutely, is what you mean. Yeah, he has no growth. He actually regressed. Cool. Oh come on. I'm cool with that. I'm cool <sighs> with that because I, I I've spent every year of my life defending him all this time, and I've done it without. The only fail. time I did not defend him was the whole brawl out incident, and the and way... I did. Yeah, and I did, and I defended him, going, you know what. Yeah, I, I didn't make a big deal out of it, and you did. You said, "No, this is a bullshit." He should never have done that, and they should never have done it. And I'm like, "Well, this is fucking stupid, and this is stuff that happens all the time." And I've defended him. I'm not going to defend this anymore, because I'm like, every time I defend, I'm done. He's not my friend, and I'm mad because here he comes coming back, and it's so like, I feel like sometimes when you hear people talk, it's like, you know, I like what you say. But I need to also know that I have to put you at arm's length because we are not friends. Like, if anyone tried to disparage something you about you, I would defend you. You're my friend. I've known you for fucking 12, 13, 14 years, right? I would never say, no, that is not Julian. I know him personally. I don't know this. None of these motherfuckers personally. And I, I cannot sit here and defend stuff like this, especially when it's like, at the very least, when you're having a press conference and you know these things happen, you know Royal Rumble should have been about Royal Rumble, but it got undercut because of Vince. Of course it did. It was no way it couldn't have, right? And I feel bad that, like, only person who actually said anything right in the press conference was Cody Rhodes. The whole thing, you know I'll, what I'm saying? I'll get to that in a second. But, um, yeah, going back to the Royal Rumble match, I predicted Punk was going to win, but Cody mm -hmm. wind up winning, and I was like, I was surprised because the moment when mm. Punk said that he was not going to lose to Dustin's son, I was like, well, that's it. He shockingly won Cody <laughs> Rhodes um, two in a row. You know what? That's, I mean, it, they have to get over this finish the story gimmick because it's uh, yeah, been going yeah, on for, well, it, well, they have to finish it. It's going to get old. Eventually, people, oh, well, it's we're, becoming well, memeish we'll already. Oh, we'll get to the rest of that after Vince, man. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, at the end, so it's like, yeah, it makes, it should have been, Cody from the beginning, just to get it over with. Let's, you know, if he wins or doesn't win, let's move the storyline on. And, and the problem is that it really should be Cody versus Roman to end it. Switching gears over to Seth is wrong because now, because of what they said in their promo on the Monday, where it's like you're undermining one of the titles. Oh, they no matter what they Cody's said more, decision is. They said more yesterday on SmackDown about how the belt that Seth is is the second rate one. That you're just now you're just and then and so if Cody chooses to go after Seth, it's now undermining a the title, undermining Roman's title. Neither that storyline is very foolish because it's it's making something look second rate. Instead of saying that a title is a title, and Cody, Cody's saying, look, a title is a title, but it's not about the title. 
It's about finishing the story and beating Roman. That should be the story. And then the title is just the part of it that you get from this finishing the story. But the idea is they made it about, oh, well, that's that one was created because you couldn't do this. You're already telling people who already kind of feel that way that, yeah, no shit. You're telling the fans what we already knew. So it's kind of like, well, then, then what does Roman's title even really mean? You know? Now, the title that means something is Gunther's title. <clears throat> Honestly. And the only one that has prestige. Oh, come on. You can't, say, you can't say that. Well, no, because you can. Because with the understanding that that promos alone have told you to one of these titles is fake. And the, the other one doesn't mean as much. Whichever way you tell the story. Well, the people who have tried to go to Gunther has went to war, right? And what the idea is, is like, oh, they are now allowing because the numbers matter. It's a way. It, it's not. It's it's in storyline. It's cutting a bit of the tension because you're destroying one of those guys' title reigns. Is it going to make Seth look weaker? Is it going to make Roman look weaker? Because then the whole point Romans use the family to be and be a cheater, which is great. He's barely hold on to the title, but, but cheating and returning and blah blah blah. But he finds ways of winning. That's because that's what a heel does. But then you have sets, then you're like, I'm telling you this title means more because whatever. Oh no, but this title means more. And that one's second rate. And it's like, well, why should any fan care about either title then? You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying when you're looking at a title like Gunther's title. Where that legacy is how he's had war after war after war. He's never stopped fighting people, you know? Yeah, it makes gonna... that title look stronger. And not... also, it's kind of like the time with Hulk Hogan, right? When the IC title at the one time was more important than Hogan's title because that was just Hogan's title. No one was ever going to get it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm fearing that could happen. <clears throat> so, shall we go to Vince first or the whole news we got yesterday? I guess we should say Vince for last because that might take up the most time, I guess. Let's do the other news first. Okay, so yesterday on SmackDown, it was Cody's uh, turn to make his decision on which belt he's going to face for, either the World Heavyweight or the WWE Undisputed. He goes in the ring, talks with Roman Reigns, says that he's not going to finish, he's going to finish the story, but not at WrestleMania. Out comes mm -hmm. Dwayne Johnson, have a stare down, show ends, as Cody walks to the back. It completely undermined this entire thing for the last year and a half. That's exactly what they did. WrestleMania is already sold out. It does not need to, The Rock to push any tickets. It's going to be viewed no matter what. We're going to get Triple H at the press conference saying that it's the largest gate of whatnot. So why did this need to happen? Yeah, sure. This is probably his only available time. You could have said that for the Chamber or after WrestleMania. Hmm. I thought it was supposed to be Rock was going to be on the Perth episode of the the special that's going to be in uh, Australia. Yeah, Chamber. Oh, that's Elimination Chamber, right? So the Rock's not headlining it. Uh, apparently not. Well, we don't know until next week because uh, WWE is going to have a WrestleMania press conference in Vegas next week. Wow, that that's even worse than what I said. They, why is it every time the Rock shows up? Even back, remember with the whole thing with CM Punk, the Rock just shows back up and just steals the thunder for no good reason. Wow. That's exactly what he did here. It's embarrassing. Not only is that terrible, he wasn't good when he fought John Cena the last time, which was uh how many years ago? Ten? 
11. That's because he got injured 11. 10 minutes into the match. Match. And he was yo- 10 years younger. He was 42 10 years ago. Wow, he was 42 10 years ago. Wow. Now he's 52. What makes hold on? What makes people think that this match is gonna do great? Knowing that The Rock got injured ten minutes in, and his last ten years ago when he was younger. (laughs) What makes people Uh, think it's gonna be great? I I honestly don't know, and I know why The Rock's doing this, and I'll tell you why. Um, outside of outside of wrestling, The Rock has. Had some highs and lows. Uh, you notice he's not trying to push any movies recently, right? Yeah. After the whole debacle with uh, what was that movie called? Um, Black Adam. Black Adam, and how he legitimately refused to want to work with the Shazam actor because it's like, oh, well, he can't beat me. It has to be Superman. It's like you know that character was created to fight Shazam, right? You're a Shazam villain. That's what your character was. Not anymore. That doesn't work for me little Hulk Hogan-ish. And he thought by changing the story, he told on set, he undermined the director. He undermined the scriptwriters. He changed story plots. He was the executive producer so he could do what he wanted. And the movie suffered because it was shit. And people, it all got out and people were like, this is stupid. You didn't get it. You're, he turned himself into the villain of Hollywood instead of turning himself into the darling. And because he thinks he knows better because he has that formula. Listen, Dude, as much as The Rock is who he is, a businessman, he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I'm saying? And when Arnold Schwarzenegger did it, it was embarrassing as well. With with Batman and Robin. Yeah. Why was he smoking cigars? He's Mr. Freeze. What the (laughs) fuck is going on here? Why does he have to have catchphrases? Because Arnold demanded those things. I've done this for so long, I know what I'm doing. And the truth is, no, no. You know what worked for you years ago, but you need to change it up. And The Rock has also decided that he can't look a certain way. I can't look weak. I can't look like this. And there was never once when you watched Black Adam that you ever felt like The Rock was going to lose. Exactly. There was nothing about that movie. And that who oh, wants by, to by the way, watch the movie, that? By the way, the movie sucked. Oh, Black Adam was terrible. And I told people that from the beginning. I said that oh Black Adam was a Rock's favorite character when he was a kid. Bullshit. Rock can't read number one. Number two, if Rock is 52 years old now Black Adam 52 years ago was a second-rate villain of a canceled comic book, okay? Shazam was out of print. It was into the public domain when DC acquired it, okay? And Shazam was not – I mean, uh, Black, Adam Black Adam was not an African-American character or an Egyptian character at the time. He was a weirdly-looking, Vulcan-looking character. Go look. You'll see. And you'll look at the artwork. So, no, when Rock was a kid – no one knew Black Adam. Even Shazam didn't have that as his villain during those time frames. So, uh, no, you're wrong. That's not his favorite character. That happened recently. And when Black Adam became a prominent character is because that's when The Rock said to DC, hey, I'm thinking about playing Black Adam. And DC's like, okay, we'll switch the comics and make him more important. And it's exact time frame. You'll see, look in the comic books, you'll see when it happened. It's exactly when The Rock seeked interest into the character that they say, oh shit, we need to change him and make him more prominent because no one knows Black Adam. Anyway, that's besides the point. So he ruined himself outside. So he said, let me come back to the place where people always love me, wrestling. And by doing that, he's undermining Cody. He's undermining everything. Did you watch this segment? No, 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 no. 
I don't need to watch. I, what you say, like explains it. I get it. I could, I could see it. I, I've seen him do it a hundred times before. I saw what he did to Jinder. I saw what he did to like whatever. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I'm just really infuriated by this decision. It's like, what does this do for WWE? Rock is, Rock is not going to be there after WrestleMania. He's not. He's going to be on the board, and he's got the XFL coming back in the spring too. But isn't the XFL and the other company a hybrid name now? They oh, got yeah, a new name, the right? UFL, UFL. That's what they're calling it now, right? The UFL. Yes. Whatever. It's because they they merged, what, the arena and XFL? Is that what that was? Or the USFL and the XFL. Uh, and the XFL, right, 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 right. So going back to what I said before, they brought this whole story up for the last two and a, two and a half years now. It's been back since 2022. Finish the story. That's all we kept hearing. But not at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. When then? No. When? Because if Rocket Roman's going to headline WrestleMania, if they do, it's not going to be for the belt. Well, then that's the point. Like, you know, were they going to have Roman drop the title in Elimination Chamber? Cody gets the title in a second rate pay per view. And then what was the point of Cody pointing to the WrestleMania sign? Exactly. Now I could yeah. I could objectively see that Cody wants to wait until The Rock is broken down. I mean, not The Rock. Roman Reigns is broken down after the loss of The Rock to get him. I could objectively what? see that. What if? What to protect The Rock? They make it a three way. They could do that. They could. That would be that would be the only way I feel like. Hey, treat the Rock like we treat Sting. Don't put him in a singles match. <laughs> <laughs> he won't have to do his main spots. He'll come in, do a spot. They'll beat the Roman and Cody will team up, knock the Rock out for a bit. Then they'll come back, and then um then they'll do their spots. The better the wrestlers who are more conditioned to wrestle, and then the Rock will come in and maybe Rock bottom, try to attempt to Rock bottom Cody. Roman interferes, and then Cody does the Cody whatever cutter or whatever crossroads. Uh, the, the crossroads, and he quickly pins Roman because that way the Rock doesn't lose, right? But the Rock doesn't win. Roman loses by Cody's hands, but because the Rock's interference, you know, it could be one of those. It keeps everyone strong. It finishes the goddamn story. And then, then Roman and Rock can have something maybe later on to hype up something else later on when they need to make more money. That would have been all fine and well if Cody did not say in that promo, I will finish the story, but not at WrestleMania. That's yeah, that's kind of pointless. But you know what? What it's storyline, but we'll maybe it'll work out. Who knows? Yeah, but I, I, I'm just. Astonished by this whole decision. Casuals don't care. Of course not. But like I that's said, that's all may, WWE may, cares about is the casuals. So. They look at Rock at a poster and say he may look like a million bucks. But are you in ring shape? That's the problem. The Rock never looked like that as a wrestler because that's not real. And guys who look like that were terrible wrestlers. Look what happened when Tess became built like that. He died. <laughs> Right, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it just gave me flashbacks. Well, you know, you know what I mean. I, yeah. I mean, I know. I, I say, I the way I said it, it sounds kind of funny. But when guys don't look natural, they, they're bad. Look what happened with Scott Steiner's body as he became so fake. Yeah, he, he, his body, his bone density, 
Lex Luger. Thank you, wife. Lex Luger Luger. looked fucking buff Bagwell. He's in a wheelchair. Buff bag. Oh, dude. I just saw the trailer for the fucking Vice. I can't wait. (laughs) It's all look good, man. (laughs) I can't wait for Vice this year, this season. This is this is really good shit. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get to that as well before we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was so funny we were talking about it when you had made your uh, the day about what's coming up, and then I just saw the breakdown in the trailer literally two days ago. That's cool. So all right, yeah. Anyway, it, you know what? As a diehard fans as we are, you we expect certain, and I guess we can't always expect that, and I understand that, and it's fine. And sometimes I I let it go. Like you know, I love Oscar. You know, I love Sky and I love, you know, Kyrie Sane. It's great to see them together. It's great. I'm glad that they don't try to make them speak really good English. Just let them talk in Japanese, make things happen. You know, I'm happy for Bailey. You know, I love her. I mean, she's really proven herself over the years. It's so good that she got out of that bubbly, stupid character yes. and became like the wrestling Karen or whatever. Uh, that's great to see, you know. Um, and, you know, I think everyone in the Judgment Day is doing their part, except for J.D., What's his name? McDonough. He's what the hell is that guy? He's pointless. It's really like when I saw him and I see like Austin Theory, I'm like, what's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> like every time I see these dudes, like, what's the difference? Like the, when they brought Rick Boogs, I'm like, Elias, what's the difference? Like, <laughs> guys, you already have it's like the wish version of the same character. Like, I don't need more of that. Yeah, that was a problem too. Like back in like the '90s with WWE, they had all these wrestlers. They were like a lot of them looked all identical, and you're like, oh, why do I care about you?" Okay, so finishing off this whole WrestleMania situation, do I think the fans are going to boo uh, Roman and Rock out if they main the event? Probably a small nah, section. Probably, probably a small section will, but I don't think the whole arena is going to. Remember, Absolutely, I agree with you. It's casuals. I also have to remember the last time they were both in Philadelphia in the same ring, uh, it was the Royal Rumble 2015, which was also a disaster. Oh, yeah, but that was because at that time, you know, the problem is it happened again to Roman, where it's like people got now people I think are sick of it and they're getting a little tired of it. And no matter how cool Paul Heyman tries to make it work or whoever tries to make it work, uh, people will get sick of something eventually. And uh, I feel that, yeah, the truth is, if people are, you know, it is a Philly crowd, though. So you'll get a good pocket of people booing. Philly crowd don't play, you know. So I feel like it's possible you might get a louder boo chance than normal, but it is WrestleMania, so there's a lot more people traveling from overseas. So you may, the people are just going to be hyped. You know the feeling when you go to a, when you went to WrestleMania, you're just excited to be part of that whole experience more than, how you feel so you tend to forget you tend to forget how you honestly feel and bitch about it later (laughs) uh going back to what you mentioned earlier triple h in the press conference uh i felt it was a tough situation for him i think it was damned if you do or damned if you don't there should have been a lawyer piece of paper yeah i was going to add to that it should have either been a lawyer um, giving him the heads up, or he should have started at the beginning, letting him know that there's an investigation and that there'll be no more further questions about it. That would be fine. The problem is, like, you know, how Trips handled it was not when Cody handled I, it. Better. I felt like he, it was worse than how Tony Khan had to uh, the whole Jericho slash uh, Kylie Ray. Thing. Oh, 100%. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that was not good. 
100%. It was thrown at you weird. You just got to be prepared. You have to, when you have an open conference, you have to be prepared, especially with the situation with Vince it, when we knew that this was all over the place. There should have been something. Especially when hey, it was literally listen, two, two days before that conference happened. All you say is like, oh, yeah, don't address it. No. How about, hey, okay, well, here's a prepared statement. You know, trips, you're going to be out there first. Uh, this is what you should say. Hey, guys, listen, I know you're going to ask about it. Let me just address this now. Because we don't want to undermine the beautiful, talented people in the ring or what they've accomplished today. Uh, this is what we have to say about the matter. And just have a textbook, you know? Yeah. And then shut down any, and then you could shut down anybody after that. But at that time, he did not that should have been, you know, that they're a corporation owned by a corporation owned by a corporation. <laughs> this shouldn't have gotten to make it look because it did look, unfortunately, for Triple H it didn't look right. It's, you know, as much as Triple H is great at what he's been doing, he is still, you know, he's still, he's still Paul Levesque, the guy who cheated on China to make sure he stayed in the position and married into a family to keep a dynasty, to keep a job, to get what he wanted. This dude is not always going to be the smartest when it comes to those kinds of questioning, because let's be real, he lied every minute of the day, just like Sean did about Bret Hart. Why wouldn't they lie and, and and make up and not handle it right way? And, you know, you need to give these guys a head up. They, they can't change who they are. You need to prepare them better. That's what a corporation is supposed to be there for. Hey, let's prepare you. Hey, this might come out. Let's prepare this. Especially for a TKO, which is owns all these corporations and has to deal with this on that level. You know, there should have been a prepared statement. There should have been, man. It was really tough to watch this on both sides. You know, it sucks because no matter how it plays out, you know, it's not Cody's responsibility. It's not Punk's responsibility. It's not even, you know, Triple H's responsibility, even though he's married to that family. But if anyone out of that group should have had something better to say, it should have been Triple H because of his relationship to Vince. I mean, it's a personal one and a business one. It's a family. It was a family-owned business that he married into. You're in a different spot than being just Cody, who, yeah. like I said, Cody handled it a very amazingly. He, he what he said it was very good, you know, and it, that came off the cusp because Cody was is better at that. Okay, and uh, that comes with experience, which Triple H should have had more in that in that level. Triple H has also asked if he read the lawsuits, and he said he hasn't yet. I believe him because I read the whole thing, and that shit is very long. Within two days, yo, notice, I, yeah, two days notice when he's trying to um, run the company and do all that. I could believe him when he said that he hasn't read it yet. Most likely, he wasn't going to read it, and it's better off to keep. Or his you know, lawyer. I don't know what happened. Or he has to be in the room with a lawyer to read it. Right, right. At the end of the day, it's uh. It, unfortunately, this is nothing new that we didn't already kind of know. It's just that everything else finally came out because Vince tried to shut it down and finding out what was in that. I, mean, I don't want to talk about it here, but it is fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know what? I knew it. Dude, by the time I went to page 20, I was like, yeah, he's there's no way he's not going to be fired after this. You know what my problem is when I watch I was watching a video breakdown of every single level of what this woman said and it made me think about when we talked about this years ago about the referee who I mentioned uh all those years ago who they just treated like dog shit and Jenna Morasso and like 
all these people and women and over the years. And then there's all those payouts that they're like, hey, wait a second. We still finding out who all these payouts were for. And he's like figuring out, oh, yeah, this happened. And he paid this person in 2008. What happened in 2007? They paid someone in 2008 when he accosted a, a tanning salon barbershop lady and showed her unsolicited dick pics. And she's like, I don't want anything to do with this. And he tried groping her. He said, oh, I'm just having fun. All of a sudden, a year later, some anonymous woman from Florida who's a third-party client of WWE, which is tanning parlors and, you know, like workout places that you use on corporate company cards uh was paid a couple million dollars hmm i wonder who got that money you're like damn bro like that was 2007 yeah and then the stuff that we found out about jenna marasso and what he did and it, it was accused of doing and like and then you hear stuff like paul london saying well here's the problem no one wants to speak up because they're afraid of losing their job for one person and it's like that sucks that is not modern society and it should not be happening in modern corporations and businesses. It should not be happening at Dunkin' Donuts. It should not be happening in any wrestling company like that, especially for that long. And then like Sabu, I was watching a thing about Sabu and like Sabu brought up like Pat Patterson and all these other guys. He's like the one guy was known. It wasn't Pat Patterson. It was this other guy. I can't remember his name. Um, I something. I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, but he had a, a ring boy in every town yeah yeah and like that guy was not even silent about it he actually was open and, goes, and like sabu was like it sucks he goes again the problem is that you, what can you do as a wrestler right because like i won't let that happen in front of me but if it's not in front of me how can i stop it i have to work you know he's like what do you do like where's the situation how do you stop that or why would they foster that why would they protect and pay off people because that's you can't be right in the head. And if, if Sabu saying that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. He said, like Sabu said, like all those lots of guys that were wrestlers that got like accosted too. It wasn't just women. He goes, no one did that to him. He said, for only one reason, my uncle. My uncle had a a, a name where you fuck with him, he would physically hurt you. So they just assumed. That I would do the same thing. And I never let on that I wouldn't because, hey, I got to protect myself in this business, you know? And Sabu was talking about that. That was a, a new interview a couple like a couple days ago. I saw it. It was a pretty new interview Sabu did. And he was saying, like, yeah, without my uncle's knowledge, like, well, the history of my uncle being as crazy as it was, I would never have been protected the way I was. He says, they would have definitely. We'll get to so. more of Vince uh, in a bit. Season five of Dark Side of the Ring um, has released all of its episodes, um, subjects that will start airing on March, um, I believe, second or third. Oh, March 5th. Yeah, yeah. March 5th, yeah, yeah. So of the topics we got, we got Chris Adams, Sherry Martel, Terry Gordy, mm. mm-hmm. the Black Saturday incident, Chris Cole. I don't know that one. Black Saturday? Maybe I do. Maybe if you explain it to me, I might know what you're talking about. But offhand, I don't know. I saw that as a title. I'm like, what is that? Oh, I'll get to that in a second. The Sandman, Earthquake, Harley Race, yep. Buff Bagwell, and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yep. These are, this is a good list of topics. 
Um, some yeah, of this which, is a lot of great stuff. Some of which I didn't expect to be on this list. Uh, let's go with uh, Chris Adams first. Um, you know a lot of the stories about him, do you? I heard some stuff. Yeah, um, this guy used to fight a lot of dudes, man. <laughs> and bars, yeah. uh, he also... He also died in 2001 after he turned himself in on a manslaughter charge. But while he was, right. uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> what was his? What was Chris Adams' moniker? What, what did they call him? They called him. He was called something else. It was something something. Gentleman, like he had a name. The gentleman, Chris. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, he popularized the super kick, which we now see today. Right. 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 So I'm, I'm going to get people have to say the super kick's a great move. <laughs> it, it, I know a lot of wrestlers use it. It's hard to like to but realize like you know it's it's a great move. It's so easy to um, execute too. I can tell they yeah. they've wanted to do that episode since the first season. So I guess this was the time to do it. Well, I guess they finally got to it. So give me a little bit on. Black Saturday. Was that when the, the power out happened with the pay-per-view? Is that what that was? No. Back in 1984, that was when um, Vince McMahon tried to get the time slot from um, TBS. Oh, yes. Right. That was what... Yes. Okay. I knew I knew it when you told me it. Okay. Yeah, they, that's your, like all the Black Saturday, right? Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Which when was Vince tried to come back. Yeah. The precursor to the Monday Night Wars. Right, right, right. Yep. 100%. Uh, thank you. I thought yes. I knew it. I just wasn't sure, like why they call it. Yeah, Black Saturday. Oh, I was wondering love, why love would they would, the handles. I was wondering why they would put that as a topic. But then I thought that this year will mark forty years since it happened. Mm, makes sense. Sherry Martel. This one I think will be interesting because I want to see if they interviewed a few of her family members because we don't know too much about her personal life other than what's been said on shoot interviews. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, like when we, the, like with Luna Vachon and everything, we got to see a lot with the family and all that stuff. So you need to. It puts it into perspective. Yeah, a lot know? of, uh, including Bruce Pritchard. Uh, when they, when he did a podcast on um, the topic about sensational Sherry, he didn't have too much to say about her because she was always uh, private. She was always work, work related, but never personal. Wow. So I hope we get a, a fleshed out story on uh, Sherry Martel. Yes, uh, I I can't wait. I mean, this this I've enjoyed all the episodes. Uh, some are better than others, but as of overall, I really think this is they handle it the best way. Terry Gordy, I think that will be very very interesting just to see if they interviewed um his son who used to be in WWE. Mm. Yeah, he was um Jesse, if you remember. With um, Jesse and Festus, who's now Luke Gallows. I didn't know that was his son. Yeah, oh, that's sure. his son. He's he, yeah, he oh. retired from um, wrestling and became a police officer afterwards. Yeah, happened. <laughs> Let's see here. Chris Colt. Have you ever heard this name before? No. no. I didn't. I did yeah, hear his. I didn't hear his name up until about ten years ago when Jim Cornette was explaining um, him on a podcast. So. This guy used to wrestle in rich new territories in the 60s to the late 80s. And for the most part, every time when he would have big matches, 
would take a lot of hallucinogenic drugs in the ring or outside. So that's the spider thing in the trailer that they were talking about. Oh, I was wondering who the fuck that was for. Okay. I knew it could have been someone because I would, I never heard about this before. I'm like, who the fuck is this about then? Like, all right, good. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, what, yeah. Earthquake is popping. <laughs> Earthquake's popping tabs. It's fucking seeing spiders. Okay, no, it's not him. It's some random guy. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, Jim Cornette told that story. I was like, huh, that is, that's fucking weird. Uh, he yeah. passed away back in the mid-90s due to AIDS. And they found him in a homeless shelter. I see. Yeah, that's it. Well, at least he's getting his time to shine now. We get to know more about him because, yeah, I never knew about him. Yeah, I would like to see who they got to be talking heads for this one. I know Cornette has to be one of them. I would like to see who. Yeah, he probably the, probably the majority of the knowledge will probably come from him. The Sandman. What can they? I'm talk so about? excited for that one. <laughs> what can they talk about with him other than the crucifixion and the um incident with Captain Lou Albano? Let's be a real that dude. Is just with Captain Lou and Battle. What? At a dinner party, he got arrested for that brawl back in two thousand. I believe it was two thousand seven or two thousand eight. I just know that Sandman is a crazy motherfucker. I've heard lots of stories about Sandman, so I can imagine what it's all going to be like when it's all together. And you know, Sandman is the originator of that concept of that kind of character that a lot of wrestlers have imitated over the years, and. uh you know, I think for him though it wasn't a character, but uh, <laughs> it was great to see the Hawaiian character turn into what the Sandman became, and like, you know, seeing that guy go, I can't wait. I love the fact that they subtitle him because that's hysterical. Um, Here's what I got: um, a 75th birthday bash for the wrestling icon Captain Lou Albano turned into a real life WrestleMania event when the Sandman allegedly got drunk and went berserk. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. One stunned party guest told. Post yesterday after wrestler the Sandman found himself at the center of a bottle hurling glass mat sorry, glass shattering melee with the owner of the restaurant in Yonkers, New York. Five five Yonkers cops, a SWAT unit, and the ambulance had to be called to stop the brawl, which party going <laughs> said started after Fullington, James Full I mean Jim Fullington, which is the Sandman. Exchange words with the owner, who responded by shattering a beer bottle in the face of the six foot six, three hundred pound wrestler. Wait, at the six time, foot six, three hundred pounds. Sandman was six foot six and three hundred pounds. Uh, that's th- someone's lying. <laughs> I know. Sandman ain't that fucking tall. I've we've seen Sandman when with I've seen him. I've seen him also. <laughs> He's six two at best. That's be at least six two or six one. Ain't no three hundred pound fucking six. What are they on drugs? The bloody them down in Left the party in the ambulance and woke up in a Westchester jail cell yesterday, charged of assault, according to Yorkers cops. Blah 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So besides that, where the, the fuck's the fact checkers on that? No, no, no. I've I've read the whole. <laughs> Where's the fact checkers on the fucking the six foot six, three hundred pound salmon? Like, yeah, no, no. Go on, go out of here with that. Nice try, whatever. Even Big Dick Dudley was never that fucking. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff. I'm curious to see how his character was developed, him himself, his life growing up. How did a dude like that get into wrestling? There's a lot of stuff I'd be really interested to hear. Let's see. We have an episode on Earthquake, which I think should be mm. good. Um, after he mm. was Earthquake, he went in and became a shockmaster, and his career dwindled ever since. Try to make an attempt. And? 
trying to make an attempt at um, all Japan, but then he got cancer. Yeah, well, he also went back to WWE. He was part of the oddities. Yes. Yeah, so he was... Uh, what was his character? What was the character that carried the department stuff that moment? That was that was him. So, Kurgan. That no, wasn't Kurgan. It wasn't Golga. It was whatever his name was. Who what his character was? But that was he was that one underneath the mask. He had to carry the Cartman plushie. Yeah. I would like to know if they would um, also run down his sumo wrestling career too. Yeah, and it's so crazy because he had to stop because as he got a higher ranking, you, know, you they can't have tattoos, right? There's no you can't have tattoos. So he had wear a, a, a bandage. If you ever yeah. see him in sumo, he had the bandage over his tattoo he had from high school or college when he played football or whatever. So, um, but in the higher rankings, he's not allowed to keep the bandage wrap on. So he couldn't get higher rankings. So he left because they wouldn't allow that. So that's why he stopped being a sumo uh, because of that. I think that was one of the main reasons because uh, he wouldn't never raise his rank. And then if you don't raise your rank, you're not making more money. So, he got it back and came back to the states and became a wrestler. Um, and he and it was so funny because he's so he was so young but always looked old. Yeah, you ever right. notice like when I saw yeah. when, when he just was like, just like Arn Anderson, Anderson. just like Arn Anderson. Yeah, and it's so funny when he did that thing when they were doing the push-ups with Dino Bravo and they pulled a, a guy from the audience. It was the earthquake. Um, he was twenty-four. And I'm looking at that man going, you are not 24. You, you're like 45. Dude was 24 years old then. And you're like, wow, that's so crazy. Like how older wrestlers back in the 80s, you're like, you thought they were just older and they were not that old. And it's so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So I do have a feeling that his uh, daughter was most likely interviewed for this one. I do That'd have be interesting. I'd like to see it. I, I like to see all of it. All of it looks really good. I'm excited. Harley Race. Golga? Was he Golga? Yeah. So he was Golga. Yeah, he was Golga. Oh, okay, thank you. All right, so he was Golga. Uh, Harley Race, man. Uh, that guy is a, a legend, right? Yes, he is. And how he got over no matter where he was. He also got into a lot of car accidents. Well, you know, drunk. All those wrestlers drink and drive. We do not condone that, everyone. <laughs> no, not at all. Buff Bagwell. That will be, I think that will be the train wreck of the whole season. Next to Sandman? You know, you think Buff Bagwell is more of a train wreck? And yes. Brutus Beefcake? There's a bunch of train wrecks in this list. No, but Buff Bagwell being the worst offender. Yeah, not even a good wrestler. I, I seriously wonder if they're going to get into all the shit he went through for the last decade or so. They have to. They're going to have to because that's probably the most interesting stuff. And Brutus the Barber Beefcake. You know, outside of the boating incident that smashed his face, do you remember yeah. when he um, got arrested at the airport because they thought he brought anthrax in? What? You Are you heard? serious? I didn't know that. No, you never heard I don't know this one. No. No. Really? For real? Yeah, he caused the anthrax scare at, um, at a Boston um, station where he was working at he at the time because he had cocaine he... in the damn booth. And they thought it was anthrax? It was cocaine? Yeah. Oh, my God. They evacuated the whole building. Yeah. 
It's post 9-11, so you could imagine. Oh my god. That is that's that's great. <laughs> Holy shit. You never heard this story? <laughs> yeah, Jack. So then he just walks up and snorts and goes, No, it's fine. It's like the Bill Murray skit from Caddyshack when they drain the pool because the Snickers bar, the Snickers bar fell in the pool and they thought it was poop. And he picks it up, he smells it, eats it, and the lady passes out. <laughs> it's like it's like no, no, it's not anthrax. Good. Oh it's a... Post 9-11, dude. Ah. Oh man. So that is the this upcoming season of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, I believe the Kurt Angle episode was never made. Mm. Is there a reason? Remember that was um, rumored uh, about earlier this month. Yeah. Right. yeah you know, it probably just didn't want to do it. You know, it's probably like it had a change of heart. They probably hadn't made it, and it's just changed. They changed plans. <clears throat> or they want to probably keep it in the can for season six. True. Kurt Angle is a big name, you know. Wouldn't mind, you know, having something for that. Let's get to this Vince stuff. Let's get to it. We have to. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. So I'll summarize this. Um, the the complaint that came in about Vince back in twenty twenty two. Yeah, it was twenty twenty two. Twenty one. Twenty twenty. Well it was twenty one yeah, technically. But yeah, it didn't come to light till 2022. But now the name right. came out earlier this month. And, right. and was... do we know what? And you know why, guys? Because Vince didn't finish paying her. So the NDA was in the voided so she can do this. That's why this is happening. He was supposed to pay her $3 million to shut her up. She signed the NDA. He paid her $1 million and never paid a dime more. Said so he wasn't going to pay her anymore. Broke the contract, broke the NDA, and now that's why we're getting this. Just so you know, why are we hearing about it now when it should have, we should have heard about it a couple of years ago? And this is why. Former World Wrestling Entertainment CEO Vince McMahon is under federal criminal investigation as prosecutors tried to determine if federal law was broken and conduct surrounding recent allegations of trafficking that has been made public in lawsuits. Two people familiar with the matter told NBC News. Last week, the company McMahon and a former WWE executive, John Laurinaitis, were sued by a former employee alleging those crimes. McMahon also discussed being under federal gaslighting and having a phone seized by federal officials. And the Wall Street Journal was the first to report the federal probe way back in 2022. Though Vince McMahon denied these accusations last week's suit, he resigned one day later as executive chairman of the board of TKO Group. The 78 year old's exit is a major shakeup in a professional wrestling. Yeah, no shit, NBC. Janelle Grant, a former WWE employee, filed a lawsuit on January 25th against Vince McMahon and former WWE executive John Laurinaitis, claiming she was the victim of physical and emotional abuse, uh, sexual assault, and trafficking at WWE. McMahon disputed the allegations, saying in the statement last week, I stand by my prior statement that Mrs. Grant's lawsuit is reptile with lies, obscene, made-up instances that never occurred, and is a vindictive distortion of the truth. A lawyer for Johnny Ace said, my client vigorously denies the allegations against him in this lawsuit. You respond in appropriate form eventually. Oh, boy. 
And when he did respond, he pretty much threw Vince under the bus and said that yeah, he was, he, a, he, just, he, he, he was just as big of a victim as she was to Vince. So Johnny Ace completely uh, uh, realized that he's fucked and said, oh, but I was the victim too in this case. And so that's where that leads. You know, they also named, well, didn't exactly name, but the suit also mentioned another WWE superstar that happens to have, that used to be in the UFC. Although Brock (laughs) Lesnar was not named, you can start seeing WWE starting to wipe their shit with him. Yeah, you notice that they removed him from a mobile game. He was not factored into Royal Rumble, even though he was originally scheduled, and that's where Braun Breaker got his spots and did all Brock spots. And um, so, yeah. So, 100% there is problems. Oh, there has to be. There has to be. Oh, yeah. There, there's, there's going to be some big... But do I think like, Brock Lesnar was actively um, engaged in all that? I, when I've based on what I saw on those on that damn report and that that entire suit, Vince or whoever else was using the phone um, told Brock Lesnar to look at her in a certain way, and Lesnar never responded or whatnot. He never engaged with her. But this is still going to be a shit storm that's going to keep on rolling. The fact that they even offered her as an option to yes. resign is disgusting and then fucking embarrassment. So you haven't read the like, whole thing yet, have you? I majority of it. I know a lot about it. And I kinda just like that's enough. I'm good. Like I don't want to know every every single thing because it's just getting worse. And already I already know that I know where my opinion stands. So my opinion was the same opinion I had five years ago. So <laughs> before this woman, like, so, you know, obviously it was a girl in 2017, 2018. There was a woman in 2010, 2011. There was a person in 2007, 2008. There was one in 2000, 2001. There was one in the eighties in the nineties. Come on. Track record. It's yeah. Unbelievable. But I don't think the story is going to end. We're just at the beginning of this. I think by the time yeah. WrestleMania season really, really kicks off, we're probably going to get more well, dirt on it. now more people are coming forward. And now they're feeling comfortable coming forward because before they were shut down. Yeah. Uh, they paid, the referee got paid uh, just recently. He paid her off. And because she settled because it's been 20 plus 30 years and they ruined her life. And she finally got justification. She got paid. And we know what he did to her and how he fucking like she trained. She wanted to be a wrestler, but she couldn't because she had um lung problems. So she became a referee. So she was the first female referee. But if you look at WWE's uh, revisionist history, uh, the first female referee was that girl, woman that they have now, who was the, the white girl they hired in 2018. The first female WWF referee oh, is like, yeah, that's not um, true. Just uh, what's her name? Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. They're claiming her as the first female referee. It's like, it's not true. We know it's not true. It's this other woman. But they try to wipe her from history because, you know, uh, they did horrible things to her. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's terrible. And it's like, you know, and the fact that at an old man's age, they continue to do things even to this day and age is like, 
he'll never change who he is and doesn't think that what he does is wrong as long as he's paying for it. Because like one of my friends said to me, uh, when you're rich like that, you don't, your brain is functionally different. Uh, it happens to healthy rich for a long people of time. They lose their sense of morals and uh, they do whatever they feel is right. I mean, we heard about how he feels about sneezing, how he felt about facial hair, and how he felt about um, not knowing where a burrito was, and not just random stuff that just you would laugh like, ha ha, that's funny. How could he be so out of touch? And then you realize, oh my God, that means he doesn't live in our society. He has created a world for himself, and they've kept him in that. And that's a problem. See, that's where all this stuff fosters. My predictions earlier this year, I said Vince would be gone halfway into this year, and it only took 26 days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. He shouldn't have stood Bill been there. He should never got found his way back in. And how he said, like, oh, you know, I should never got fired, and I should never quit in the first place. That I knew this would get blown over because he's so used to always winning. But he didn't win and this time. He didn't win. He didn't win against Sam Punk either, and he didn't win a few lawsuits. He did win a lot of big lawsuits. All that you can't call settling winning because the truth is, you're you're not admitting guilt, but you're not innocent. When you pay off people, you settle. You're not. You didn't win, but you didn't lose. It's kind of like one of those weird gray areas, right? And so he feels that that's a win. I didn't lose. I never accepted defeat. I gave the money. I threw money at it. And that's that's not always about the money. The money. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, now the memes going around when uh, Hulk Hogan was dressed up in the red, white, and blue as Mr. Patriot or whatever he was. And <laughs> they had, they had to Vince, <laughs> Mr. America, and they had him hooked up to a, a, a lie detector. Lie detector. And, and, you know, and so that's making its rounds again. And it's, it's very funny. <laughs> And uh, all the segments with like with the uh, with Stephanie McMahon had a, a argument with him backstage, and they said all these things. And you're like, Eesh. yeah, it's it's not storyline. Vince is not good at telling stories. He loves the truth being chuckled in. What do you think is going to happen to Vince uh, months down the road? Nothing. Nothing. Let's be real. He's almost eighty years old. What, is he going to go to jail? What kind of jail are they going to put him in? A regular jail? No. He'll go to a special jail where rich people go to, and nothing will happen to him. They'll still feed him caviar. They'll still wipe his ass. He'll still get conjugals. And then he'll die. And then WWE will wait a little bit, and then they'll put him in the Hall of Fame. And then assholes in the fucking crowd will still oh, bow when they hear the fucking I music. I don't think they're going to do that because they wiped his um, name on the website. Oh, a website. He's still in every fucking major angle in the history. Were you not going to show the old content? No, I'm not talking about the network. I'm talking about the profile and everything. He's white. Like, that means nothing. Give, Kurt, give it time. Give it time. White. Yeah, that's fine for now. Yeah, give it time. Hulk Hogan was wiped and they brought his ass back. You know, And I mean, it's not technically the same thing, but it's not good <laughs> It's either. completely not, dude. <laughs> it's not exactly the same, but it's not good either. Let's be real can't undercut what Hulk Hogan did and try to say, oh, you can't make anybody's crime less just because you feel that it's less. Oh, it harmed less people. 
it that doesn't negate the fact that this person's not a good person. All right, I wouldn't consider a, a serial killer and a guy who robs a person for a loaf of bread the same thing, but both are not good. I wouldn't condone either action. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to understand that you know, Vince is the monster, but don't think that Hulk Hogan didn't know about it. Don't think that Triple H didn't know about it. Don't think that Stephanie didn't know about it. Don't you find it odd that Shane McMahon became so estranged from his father for so long? Yeah. Makes and me, wanted makes, nothing to do with the company? Makes you wonder what the hell did he see that's not in the public? And then look, Shane went off, started a good corporation, has a wife and kids. You haven't heard nothing bad from this guy. Maybe some delusional thoughts of grandeur when he came back. But at the same time, Fuck it. Why wouldn't you want to make it? Hey, you come back like, hey, I want to win a real rumble. It's like, what? And then Shane's point is like, I've jumped off of things I shouldn't be jumping off of. Let me win a Royal Rumble. <laughs> but he came back to this company all these years later. He had been so estranged and never spoke about his father once in all those years. And it was so far removed. There's reasons. There's obviously reasons. We originally thought it was because of Stephanie getting the control, but then you realize, no, Vince is never letting go of control until it was taken from him. So, with that being said, everyone knew. There are people with Paul London was saying in like in an interview like a couple of days ago. He was saying like, I'm surprised more people aren't saying stuff. It's like. That should be saying stuff. The people in higher places that should have spoken up because lower guys mean nothing. Because a guy like Paul London, Paul London's down there, you know. Oh, yeah. His claim to fame was being a tag team with Brian Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. But like they knew about stuff. You know, it, it goes, you look at something like Vince, you start thinking about Weinstein, and you start thinking about all this other stuff. You start thinking about these people like, Debauchery, depravity, they've treated humans like absolutely nothing. And you see that because, you know, Vince, human emotions and human compassion means nothing to Vince. And wrestlers will tell you, well, we had to work. I, I broke my foot, so I lied and I taped it up and I went and I wrestled. Why? Well, I wasn't going to get paid. That's not normal. No, it's not. You know, that's not that's not the way to treat people. That you Vince McMahon is not WWE. Those wrestlers you see on TV were WWE until Vince made himself be part of it. Yeah. And and when you hear about all the stuff these poor wrestlers went through just to stay on like CM Punk talked about it all those years ago. He said, like, I he he came back from a surgery. Hey, how soon can you get back? He's like, the doctor told me it's gonna take two months to heal. Ah, you don't have to wrestle. Come back and talk on the microphone, get on the plane. He's like, no, I'm going home. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's not normal. Nope. He doesn't like, have to deal that, with that anymore, though. But all these people, all the wrestlers nowadays don't have to deal with that. They don't have to come back. They don't have they could take that time off and then they made the return. But legitly, all these wrestlers had to come out and work hurt, concussed, work, had to work. Because if they didn't, they'd be written off in storylines, they'd be forgotten about. They worried about their spot, their spot, their spot. And and the level of of cutthroatness, and that's why you hear all these wrestlers fighting each other is because of losing spots and that came from management they fostered that because management would forget about you well you know, you can't be trusted and and it's this it's so you know he has so much that they can go after him for his negligence alone the football 
right? With NFL, when they went after the whole CTE and the, the concussions and the protocols, and they started changing all the rules, and it's like it took years. Football players wrestled. Uh, football players played with such horrendous conditions for years. Because the NFL would say, you're getting paid. What are you bitching about? This is your job. You know what you did when you took it. That's right. It's wrong. So if NFL had to come to those grips and got sued more than a decade ago, remember, I think the NFL had their lawsuits right when uh, when Renoir died, if I'm not mistaken. That was a long time ago. And to put in protocols back then. Yeah. You know, there is a precedent with that. And like, you know, WWE is Vince is at fault for forcing. It's not just Vince, all promoters, but you're the biggest fish in the business and you want to be. You should, you claim to be better and different than any other corporation in wrestling promotion and you're not. That, that's a problem that he should be held accountable for for his actions because he don't care. All right. That wraps it up for this week's edition of TWC. Uh, thank you for coming on board, Rob. This is pretty damn fun. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I liked it. It was good. I'm glad we waited. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to come out and do a immediate show. I wanted to wait till things started piling up. Well, we, we originally like, man, we did we should do one last week, and I was like, I don't know. Let's, let's wait. <laughs> like, exactly. I, it would be cool, but you figured it wasn't going to be over. Let's just do a whole wrap-up. And Normally, we do a predictions of who we thought would be in the Rumble and all that stuff, but that's all right. Everyone does that. This is better. I like this. This was good. <laughs>